0: coming to a stadium. It's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We come here to fight every yeah. week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You won't We 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 three. One, two, three. Let's ride. Hi. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. 303 831 1340s is the hotline as well as the text sign. Lots to talk about. Went through the draft. I mean, you know, get to know these guys, I guess, if you, you know, choose to. Uh, Yeah, so I guess the feeling is that George Payton hit hit such a home run in his first draft, and this one is, you know, feels a little bit lackluster. Again, guys, you know, that Russell Wilson is the first-round pick, and I'm okay with the rest of it, so... Uh, We move forward uh, onwards and upwards, Uh, saw a cool thing over the weekend. It might have been put out like Friday or uh, of um, Coach Hackett uh, for one after, you know, on the phone with a lot of the guys after he drafted them and just like his energy and excitement. He's again, he's a bit of a magoo, but it's like so pure, you know, it's like very pure. It just feels, you know, like this guy's. Yeah, goofy, a little goofy, but in all the good ways, and genuine. like in a Lou Holtz kind of way. You know what I mean? Goofy but genuine. Yeah, totally. Um, and I'm cool with it, man. George Payton uh, as a general manager is gonna take some heat. I'm gonna. He's given us no reason not to kind of believe in him, so I'm gonna believe in him. He's been, he's been fantastic. We have Russell Wilson as our quarterback. It couldn't get any better. He's been perfect, you know. Add the Patrick Sertans of the world and some of the signings. It's almost it's almost executed like a perfect game plan. Nothing, you know, couldn't have been more perfect. As we said last season, was the laying of the groundwork down, like Tim Tebow did, to go make Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson believe, hey, man. These guys are pretty good with this. these couple losers at quarterback, with Tim and Teddy. Imagine what we can do. Imagine what I can do, Russ is thinking. And then I got George Payton, who's, you know, it's like a new girlfriend, won't quit calling me, asking what I think about this and that, and, you know, we'll bring... We'll bring Bobby Wagner over, too, and, you know, we'll want your draft thoughts on the draft and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Russell Wilson's getting all pumped up. His nads all pumped. You know what I mean? And he's hearing all the things he wants to hear, and it's just kind of the perfect storm. So that's all George Payton. That's all George Payton. You know what I mean? so, I mean, (laughs) what else could you say besides – you probably should believe in the guy. This is a big season for the Broncos. I think the Broncos went 12 games this season, Jake. Wow. I think that's a number. Twelve? Well, that's five losses. Who's going to beat the Broncos, you know, five or six or seven times? They're you know, going to be
1: good. I think they could split with the division entirely.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I, so think, I think that's three listen, losses right there. The
1: Chargers or the Raiders will come
0: crashing. One of those two teams won't be able to. They'll flip. They'll be six and ten instead of ten and six. Okay. And then, you know, the Chiefs are probably twelve win good too. But also if they won eleven or ten as they're trying to get you know, they drafted twelve guys or something crazy. Is that right? Yeah, they had a lot of draft picks. So, you know, that's not us that sounds like a, a reboot. It sounds like not a rebuild, but a, it's a reboot for the, the Chiefs. So they're trying to maintain the Broncos are coming up. I just Think they split with the division? You're right. That's three. They go lose two or three more in the inside the schedule, and
1: well, uh, they cook. I believe they're playing the other toughest division in football, which is the, such as such as the NFC West. I think that's somebody. Who's oh, going to really? Have to match well, up you know, Russell Wilson's
0: year. played against the NFC West all kinds of times. Right. No problem. Big advantage for the Broncos. But
1: I still think that there might be one, maybe two losses within the, against that division. Like the Rams, reigning Super Bowl. I say they
0: split because it's we're uh, um, we're a AFC opponent that they're not familiar with that they don't play very often as well.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So if they split, that's two more losses. That's five losses already.
0: Um. Okay. I think they win twelve games. Hey, that's optimistic. Take that for data.
2: Take that
0: for data. That's just what I think.
1: How many games? Look Look at us. Look
0: Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. me. How many
1: wins do you think they have? Jake? I say 10, maybe 11 wins this year. Okay. I think that's very doable. I think Russell Wilson adds that extra. What's more
0: likely, 10 wins or 13 wins? 10. What's more likely, 13 wins or 7 wins? 13. (laughs) Got you, and I want you. You know that one? Yes, I just thought of it. No, I don't know it. I'm gonna find it here while you talk got about you something. And I want you. It's an old '90s song. It goes, Hey, hey, Pearl Dum. Got you, and I want you.
1: Oh no, not Pearl them They just all sound the same. Gotcha. Got you. Uh, <laughs> hey man. Yeah, you can say whatever you want about my family.
0: You will, not about, you will not talk about Pro Jam like that. Got you.
1: And I'm. Well, want while you're looking you. for that, I'm going to talk a little bit about the rest of oh, the NFL Oh, the flies. Draft. The flies? Got you where I want you. Let's go out to it, man, right. while
0: you're doing What are you talking about,
1: though? Tell me. Yeah, the rest of the NFL draft. I was a little surprised that Desmond Ritter went before uh, Malik, Malik Willis. Malik Willis, I'm very shocked. The Falcons blew it. Are you kidding me? Oh. You're going to take Desmond Ritter. Listen, man, I'm shocked about the Malik Willis stuff. There might
0: be there's got to be something on the guy that people really don't believe. It's not that he's dumb because you can't hide from a 34 in the wonderlick You could probably be a dummy and have otherwise gotten like a 12 or a 10 or 13 and they coached you up to like a 17. So people don't think you're, you know, stopped going to school in ninth grade to play football. You know what I mean? So can he pick it? Well, whatever. I mean, like, I don't know. That makes a lot of sense. What they did there made a lot of sense. But I don't think Kenny Pickett is going to be better than Malik Willis. And I think whoever, um, you know, the Titans roll the dice on Malik Willis, I think he's probably got a lot of Tannehill in him, a perfect roll of the dice for them. Um, If he fell to the fourth round, I would have been very comfortable with the Broncos taking it for no reason otherwise just to acquire an asset. And, you know, he's kind of looks like Russ,
1: built like Russ a little bit. That means I'm strong, thick. Yeah. Yeah, he uh he's more of a to me like a Cam Newton type build, just a little bit shorter. Yeah. He's got that, you know, speed. I don't know strength. what teams didn't like about
0: Malik Willis.
1: I'm very really curious
0: know to know why. What happened and we'll see if this
1: guy's just another dude. You know? Yeah, we'll see. Uh, it it happens very quick in the NFL. We'll we'll find out here soon enough and he's going to be behind Ryan Tannehill so maybe we won't find out very soon actually um I like Ryan Tannehill
0: a lot he's not he he hasn't been the problem he's not a quarterback who could do it all himself but he's very very good he's on that next tier he's probably Mm. somewhere I think he's better than Kirk Cousins but somewhere right around like the Dak Prescott type of territory. And you know what? We, we we never talk about Tannehill. I uh, bet if I went, went back and looked at the show files, you know where we're putting like a quarterback list together? I don't remember bringing Tannehill onto the list. All right. It's Let's, because
1: Tannehill's not really that type of guy who's going to be at the top of your I mean, list. 27 but, touchdowns against nine picks? I mean, damn, that's pretty good stuff. He gets the job done. He got the Tennessee Titans, despite Derrick Henry's injury, the number one seed in the AFC last year. So... You know he gets the job done, it, and Malik Willis is going to be, uh, in for a tough job to try to beat him out. Maybe.
0: All right, let's rock that. What we got? You got it? Let's
1: see if you know it. I don't. It's the it's the I, '90s, bro. I don't know it.
0: What's the point of
1: this? Watch,
0: it's gonna rock here. So
1: every '90s song sounds like this, doesn't it? Kinda. Yeah, but the sunglasses these guys are wearing. Oh my gosh. I mean, cool guys wear sunglasses. Am I right? Yeah, but not those type of sunglasses. Oh.
0: Maybe we can come along. You gotta get to the. way anyway, for that part. We just gotta.
1: Yeah. Singing into two My step down.
0: I'm dying now. Yeah! Come on! what are you thinking now listen listen uh, now. one more time Ah, uh, are you back uh,
1: <laughs> I never arrived
0: got you, and I
1: want you come on not my cup of tea. it's the 90s bro it's the worst of the 90s we used oh. to, we had like three
0: hangouts it was like Gunther Tootie's, Ruby Tuesdays Ruby Tuesdays I like Ruby oh Tuesdays. man Salbar and then like the Max. Where me and Slater would hang out right. with uh, Kelly and Screech and Jesse. All right, Zach Morris. <laughs> Back on their side of Smiley Sports. This is the 90s. It's the 80s. Of the 90s, man. What do you think about Third Eye?
1: I like them. Yeah. You know, you got to add Two K and Today to you, your, you know, little yeah, spiel there. You're right. You're right. You. It's not the 2000s anymore. I don't
0: really. You made me come to bat for Matchbox. I don't love Matchbox like I do Third Eye. Third Eye. I really like. It. Okay. Anyways, well, anyways, um, so let's. Today is the Rock's birthday. Doesn't matter. Finally, The Rock has come come
1: back. It doesn't matter what you think. (laughs) How old is The Rock today, Jake? I'm going to say The Rock is 45. Final answer? That is my final answer. He's 49. No points. Damn.
0: David Beckham. Ah, useful. Useful. Also has a birthday
1: today. How old is the great David Beckham? David Beckham... Is 49. <laughs> is that your best? Losers, Losers
0: always whine about giving their best. Winners go home and the prom queen. Kyle was the prom queen. He's 46. Okay. Damn it. Let's get back into this thing. You got to hit something close here, okay? Um,
1: Paul George, PG-13. 13, PG-13 yes. is how old? Paul George is 31. His circle gets the square. 31. You're back. Let's go. We're back. Okay.
0: Uh let's see here. You need a big one, I guess. Find somebody with any talent here. Um
1: none of those no talent oh, oh, hacks. Oh,
0: Pat McAfee. One of the Ooh. hottest names in sports.
1: Is how old today. I'm going to say Pat McAfee is 37. Final answer. Thirty-nine. Final answer. Uh, Thirty-six. Final answer. Lower. Thirty-three. He's thirty-four. God.
0: And that's celebrity birthdays. birthdays. If uh, will yes or no? Will The Rock one day be the president of the United States of America? Mm, one two three. No. Yes. Let's try that again, Eddie. One, one two, two three, three. Yes. No.
1: Why not? I mean, well, anything's possible with you know Trump getting the presidency. <laughs> so maybe. I I hope not, but So you're
0: telling me Donald Trump can win the presidency, but the Rock can't?
1: I so, think the Rock could, but I just don't want another celebrity in office. I'd rather have, you know a real politician. But politicians suck too. I know. I would rather have a real
0: politician played. Uh, you know the the role like an actor like give me um charlie sheen's dad right or get me um who was the uh, michael douglas in uh the like with diane lang is that the one where he's like the president and his wife died uh or give me like remember dave where he's the the president then he gets sick or something the fake president has to come give me one of those presidents right i mean it worked for the movie if it's a hit movie why can't they be a hit president Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Okay. Um. One more thing. Can I tell you my rock story? Did I ever tell you my rock story? No. Really? You want to know my rock story? Yeah, I do. It's like a two-minute story. I love The Rock. Give me this story. Okay. Once upon a time, a long time ago, I was a young punk reporter. Okay? And... Let's see what year it was. Um my editor, Tad, Tad Rickman. Hey Tad, what do you have for me today? Well, Danny, we have a chance for you to go interview Dwayne Johnson. Oh, I've I've heard this. One. AKA The Rock. So I'm like, the wrestler? And he was like, yeah. So he was promoting. His movie, like his, maybe his uh, movie debut, Walking Tall. Okay. The movie's Walking Tall, which was a remake of a 1973 film with its same name. Okay. The movie starred uh, The Rock and Johnny Knoxville it came out in 2004. Okay. So this might have been 2003 or two. It was 2003 or 2004. Right. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, that's The Rock. That's badass. Ted. That is
1: badass, Ted. <laughs>
0: so I get my little recorder you know this is the early 2000s um there was no iPhones I don't think um I had a shuffle probably I'm like you know jamming as I'm so it was at Hotel Triatro which is like about you know very nice I don't want to say I don't know I don't know if it's as nice as it gets but it might might be as about as nice as it gets downtown so it's me and some other young lady reporter okay I'm not sure where she was from but she didn't ask a single question and I did all the talking. But I'm a wrestling savant, aficionado, okay? And so I'm talking about Roddy Piper and Superfly and all kinds of stuff with The Rock. So The Rock, it's a, this tall, Right, we go sit down in his room, but like in a guest room round table thing, like inside of a room upstairs. And this like tall drink of water, beautiful woman. Whoa! I'll tell you, Rock, you, you wrestlers get all the good looking media uh, handlers uh, yeah, if I'm a young wrestler in Denver, I'd pick up the wrestling stuff and start like wrestling with your old man because, whoa, that's a beautiful woman. Whoa. What? Sorry. Whoa. It's under Brett Musberger. Whoa. I'll tell you. Rock. You right. you see that lovely lady there. And that's AJ McCarron's girlfriend. Okay.
2: Wow, I'm telling you quarterbacks, you get all the good looking women. Ah, it's a what a beautiful woman. Wow. He's AJ's doing Whoa. some some things right down here. So if you're, you're a youngster it. in Alabama, start getting the football out and throw it around the backyard with pop.
1: I was looking under beautiful and then I saw a beautiful banana and I got a little distracted. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. Was that whose show was that? Rico Romano? No, it was actually uh Rico and Ramirez? Uh, yours. Uh oh. Beautiful banana.
0: Uh, delete not... that immediately. <laughs> Did they see it? It's uh.
2: There's a beautiful banana.
0: Oh yeah. Whew. I thought that was boner jams. It was um a compilation of all of my favorite scenes of the year. Um. Okay. Where were we? Damn it. The okay. Rock so this handler. tall, beautiful, beautiful woman comes down. She's like, Dwayne will be out in just a moment. And I'm like. I'm a media pro, so yeah, I, I kind of knew that, or whatever, ma'am. Thank you. So, The Rock comes out. And, oh, well, actually, finally, The Rock comes out from the back. Finally,
1: The Rock has come back.
0: And he gives us, like, 15 minutes or 20 minutes, and we're just chopping it. He was very, you know gracious with us. He didn't treat us like he kind of knew what I was talking about, even though I was a young punk. Um, you know, I'm twenty let's see I'm twenty three or twenty two or you know, I'm like you Jake, I'm kind of a big deal. Imagine you meeting your idol um Justin Bieber or something like that. You'd be like, wouldn't it be the greatest? who's your idol? imagine meeting um twenty one pilots or even twenty two pilots. Wouldn't you be a bit taken back? Not really. Never mind. Um, So, yeah, it was awesome. Check this out. The worst part of the story, that girl took my, can I borrow your, you know, the recording because I had for some stuff. And I was like, yeah. And I never got my recording from my rock interview
1: again. So it basically never happened. (sighs) It did. I swear. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We Actually, the rock
0: took so long. We took so long with the rock. I remember her coming in was like. Um, just a couple more for the rock. And then when he turned around, I picked up a chair and I hit the rock from behind. Okay. While he was kind of just knocked out, was like, whoa, what's happening right now? Like who, what just, it was a stone cold. What just happened? I grabbed him, picked him up, choke slam onto the table, the round table, right? Pinned him one, two, three for that 24 uh, seven belt where like anybody can be pinned at any moment. I was a champ for a day until Gronk slammed me. Yeah! No, it didn't go down like that. But let's go out to the hotline and get our guy, singer, songwriter. It's Chuck Nasty. Hey, Chuck, you hear my rock story?
2: Danny, you're just fabulous. Thanks, buddy. Hey, the rock's birthday. I can smell what you're cooking. Hey, so pretty good draft, I thought. I yeah, like Benito. Right. We got some panzano. Hey, Hey. And, and b- 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 so Benito, he's going to be okay. But yeah. I'm really worried about the Avalanche. We lost seven straight. <laughs> well, but the other team were playing as off one. We didn't drop Adalash seven 12. straight.
0: No, we didn't drop seven straight. That's not accurate. We, you know, we weren't great the last seven games, though. We didn't lose seven games. Yeah, the uh, Pred, man, they're good. Uh, we got our hands. We got our work cut out for us. But do you know what? Winning Stanley Cups, winning Lord Stanley's Cup ain't easy. And it ain't easy, Jake, being because cheesy.
2: 16
0: games. Yeah, that's right. I, I I, think we'll be okay,
2: I guess. We got my confidence back. But
0: well, it doesn't I'm, sound I'm like it. I'm but... very nervous. About yeah, you. I am, too. Well, check this out. If you're scared, though, do you know what you should do? Either go to church, like the 4 o'clock service, um, or get you a dog, like a lab. And he'll sleep at the bottom of your feet at the night. If he hears any noise, he'll jump up and go, ooh, ooh. Well, thanks for
2: the advice, Danny. I appreciate it. Well, you your know. Eyes good. your eyes good for information. Whatever.
0: I don't know everything about everything, but I know some stuff.
2: Hey, I'm worried about the nuggets. Oh, well, that's over. So uh, yeah. I don't have to worry about the
0: anymore. Oh, well, anymore. la, la, la. Remember that one? You don't know that one, Jake? Are you being la, serious? La la la. La la la. It doesn't matter. La la la. Oh well. La.
1: Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah.
0: It's from your era. I,
1: era. 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 I know what you're talking about. <sighs> Come
2: on. Tonight. Tonight. So, Danny, you asked me about opening for bands. <laughs> yeah. I we open for lots of bands. Like who? Open for any you ever heard of? Big Head Todd. No. <sighs> We did a hundred show tour across the United States Dang. with with Joe Brea. You ever heard of Joe Brea? Yeah.
0: yeah, that's badass.
2: That He's is a, badass. It's a wild show. It's like a hundred people on stage at once. He's really a wild guy. That was a lot of fun opening for Joe Brea. Joe Brea's Joe Bray, Yes,
0: Joe Brea's H- Joe Brea's. Hold on, yeah. it's Tommy Two Tone, Lover Boy, Chuck Nasty. And your headliner, Joe breas, Joe Breas Yeah.
2: And uh, he was really popular for a couple of years, and then it was a big show, like a lot of
0: yeah. musicians. Wasn't he stuff. the polka king of Chicago? No. Oh.
2: Now, he he was the, I don't know, I hate to say it, but he, I mean. Oh, what? It was the, the gay army, I'll just say it that way. Yeah.
0: Well, it's still you know, no big but I don't deal. Care. Everyone's I don't care. gay today in these days.
2: I've always like. I wish everybody. Who's guy not gay? Then I have all the women to myself. So. Yeah,
0: my father's gay. Yeah.
2: Hey, my my mom's gay.
0: Oh, Okay. Uh well. Um, anything else, Chuck?
2: I just wanted to say, I want to. I'm going to start making a list of the ten best guitar players ever.
0: Let me help you. Let me help you. Johnny John Depp. John Mayer. John Mayer. Johnny Depp. <laughs> Bruce Willis.
2: Are, Prince, uh, those are, Prince,
0: those are hold on. TV show actor. Jimmy Hendrix. Okay. Slash. Um, whoever's in Bruce Springsteen's band.
2: That's Nils Lofgren he's actually really pretty good.
0: Let's see. I got it. You're right. But I mean, they I got little, like seven of they
2: them. Had, they had Miami Steve for a while too. They all kinds of guitar players in that band.
0: Mm-hmm. What a waste on that guy. That great band, huh?
2: Hey, uh, you know, they had a, they had a, people could dance to it. I'll just put it that Whoa. way.
0: Are we got to go, Chuck. Great I'll stuff today.
2: 60, I'll give it a 68. I okay. can dance to it. But okay. I didn't like the lyrics. Uh, okay. Danny, yeah. it's always a pleasure sure, seeing buddy. you. I just saw Keith, and, but he had to go. And we're going to come down and see you guys. Bring some burritos and
0: have a party. What about Richie Valens? Could he wail?
2: Richie Valens, that's some, that's okay stuff. That was that was in the fifties, and that was uh, I like Richie Valens. Yeah, Bomba the Bomba. Uh huh. That's some good stuff. Yeah. But I don't know about that one you heard about in the nineties though, because to be the nineties are Alice and Chains, Stone Town Pilots,
0: mm, Iron Maiden,
2: uh, Nirvana. I, I like Iron Maiden a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. Cause they, they don't,
0: Good for you, buddy. They don't
2: know how they turn everything up, go black, and go.
0: Well, we got to go, Chuck. Great stuff today. Yeah,
2: I'm over. I'm sorry. No, you're
0: okay. We just gave you a little extra because you were a fan of your work.
2: I, well, thank you.
0: Sure, Chuck. We got to go. I'm Good a stuff, fan buddy. i
2: fan
0: of Jake. Ah, shucks. All right. Later, buddy.
2: Peace. Love.
0: Bye. Let's go to break. 303-831-1340. Danny Williams, Jake Meyer. Jake said, Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at TweetStanding on Twitter. Catch up with the text line on the other side or call us, Smiley Sports.
2: She's a California dime, but it's time for me to quit her. La, 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 oh well. La, la,
0: la. doesn't matter. La, 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 oh well. La, 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 we're going at it tonight, tonight. There's pie in the rooftop. Who's this? I don't know. You don't know? What's it say?
1: I don't know. It doesn't <laughs> It How'd you find it? I just typed in tonight, la 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 la. That's it. That's all I typed in, and I, I didn't look at the. You should have
0: Shazam me when I was like, tonight, tonight.
1: It probably would have uh, picked it up. I would have been like, la la la. Come on, Shazam! You don't know it. This is Hot Shell Ray. Hot Shell Ray? Yeah. Sounds made up. Hot Shell Ray. <laughs> Okay, you're a gomber. La, la. La, la. (laughs) La, la. la. Oh, well.
0: What do we say? Whatever. What do we change to? We say that a burrito can save us?
1: Oh, Nick Nick Benito Benito can can save us. Yes, Yes. Nick Benito. Are we happy with Nick Benito? I am. I think it was a very big need for the Denver Broncos. (laughs) And and in this, now with drafting Nick Benito, you can have Chubb, Randy Gregory, and Benito all on the field at one time. And I really don't think they should move Baron Browning to an edge. I think they're solid now at edge, and you can still have Baron Browning as an inside linebacker. I think that's where he's going to be utilized the best. I like the way you're saying these words. You know what I mean? Sounds good to me.
0: I mean, you want your second-round pick. Uh, Like, two or three of these guys want to be contributors this season. I mean, a starter... A real true role player and a guy who might come on at the end of the season. That's probably the goal out of these eight picks or however many guys that they added, you know. And then, you know, one or two guys in the next couple years could develop and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, what else can you really say? It's just what, you know, To be realistic. Um, if one or two guys can't make the team, that might not be a bad thing. It wouldn't be looked at as a miss. It just means this team is a little more talented, a little more deep than they
1: were in years past. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, the depth is going to be a lot better than it was at a few different positions. But they still didn't get an offensive tackle, and they still didn't attack the uh, needs at inside linebackers. So, you know, those two spots are still kind of eluding the Broncos in, in the draft.
0: Let's go out to the hotline and get our guy. He's a mayhem icon. It's Jerry. Hey, Jerry. Danny, how are they treating you, buddy? Oh, pretty good. Not bad. You know, it's just another day at the office. Are you okay? Ex-
3: explain oh. to me. Okay. Maybe maybe Jake can help you with this sure. one. Sure. How in the 80 double hockey sticks uh-huh. did Peyton not call me to help him with this <laughs> draft? <laughs> this, this youngster done passed up on the Kobe D.
0: Yeah, I know. But a lot of listen, every team did a couple
1: times. Every I mean, team did. I
3: don't give you no excuse. You have one pick. He's right there. You pick him.
1: And he traded but back. <laughs> and he traded you gotta, back.
3: You gotta be, dude. You had that right there. Pick 60s, whatever you took the burrito. Do that. You gotta be kidding me. A national champ, and you
0: just let him slip through your <laughs> the fingers. The burrito dude. <laughs> you um, kidding me. Well, what's, what would have been cool about N'Kobe Dean is that you take him, and then you feel like he's a guy who had the real, true value of like a first round pick. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exactly. almost like you got your. Yeah, he was, I don't know. I wouldn't call him damaged goods. I'm not sure what I would really call N'Kobe Dean, but he would have been a value of a first round pick. You could have lived with it. And then if you miss on him, you know, it's just kind of. What it is, but um, Dean the medicals, you know, uh, concerned NFL teams was like this torn labrum and knee stuff that I'll tell you, the, like the Cowboys have taken gambles on guys who have come back to form and played very well. Every team has, but he would have been worth the risk for me, this guy.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, and then this draft was horrible. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying the Broncos. I'm just saying all the guys involved. There's he good.
0: had a free fall, bro. Third round? Yeah. He was supposed to be a very high pick.
3: Yeah, well, that, a lot of people are going to be upset when Philly's defense is good. Like oh, gonna, man, all he, all I Philly's like Philly to that. win that division. Yeah. Me oh too. yeah. Them guys are good, man. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I like I told you last week, he should have. He had a butt, boatload of fourth and fifth round picks. He should have traded those picks for next year's draft. No, no sense of making gambling. Oh, I yeah, for sure. If you don't
0: it. like a guy, you know, I'd probably well, – I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard to say because there's guys right there that you like or you have a relationship with the coach or here or there. This guy said, hey, this is a – he's a hidden gem. Whatever. It's hard to – you know, what, a lot of guys – it takes courage to trade out of a pick and it might take even more courage to trade up for a guy. It ain't easy, Jake, being cheesy, cheesy. What?
3: Yeah, yeah, don't be cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, but and and you and you said it right too. You you think like I do. If you're going to draft with these six, I've said this for probably the last ten years. If you're drafting five, six, and seven, these guys are coming out of the SEC for me.
0: Yeah, oh, no doubt.
3: I don't care what. If it's a defensive player,
0: I'm taking some guy who's going up against grown men already for the last couple of years. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Exactly who I'm drafting. I don't care what you have. I'll take a
0: running team. back or a receiver from a small school or like a lineman. Cause you, you know, the guys like yeah. that can maybe fall through the cracks, but I mean like a yeah. offense. I don't know. I, I don't think a defense. Line, i think an offensive line. I don't know. I got to think about it a little bit, but I just and, have certain philosophies that would help make it easier for me to navigate yeah. through the draft and be low risk, high reward. Hey, I'll t- and, I'm a gambler, but yeah. you know,
3: that'd every, be smart. Yeah. Every fifth, Sixth and seventh round pick that I have is coming from SEC. No matter what, it don't matter if I have, you know, oh, yeah. five cornerbacks. I'm gonna take the sixth one from the guy from Alabama or wherever. Yeah, because yeah, you know, they're just like you said. They're already playing against NFL talent throughout the year. It makes no sense to pick one of these guys from a D3 school. Mm-hmm. Then you're gonna cut him and be like, oh, he didn't work out. Man, he didn't work out when you drafted him.
0: Mm-hmm guy
3: has to call me man he got to call me he well we'll see what we sick. can
0: do because I know a lot of people over there so we'll we, we could hook you up we
3: got so 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 did your Rockies win
0: uh they swept the <laughs> uh who they sweep out of the building the there? Reds. The they swept the reds it's natty who has three wins on this season so they lost right. four in a row then just won three in a row against right. Cincinnati.
3: They're just in that bad division, man. If they were in any other division,
0: that might be right. Be you might be right about that. You know, yeah. if they're in any other division, they might be able to kind of compete. But by the season's end, you we play the Doyers and we play the Giants. You know, so yeah. many times in the Padres that it just makes yeah. it really tough. Yeah,
3: but you know, there's one guy in on this team that I'm gonna. I don't know who the face of the Rockies is anymore. I don't know. They don't have one. No, not, not Chris Bryant,
0: who has no home runs on the year, and is on the you know the injured list.
3: Ew. I thought I Whoa. thought was, I thought it was still cargo. That's how far. I
0: <laughs> cargo. <laughs> you know, one
3: guy, the one guy I'm gonna keep my eye on is uh, that Connor Joe. I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and keep my eye on that guy. He's a good player. It, uh, yeah, he seems. I mean, Friday night he was lead off DH. I was like, oh, the lead DH. Yeah, he's a fun player. He's a good player. Yeah, he's quick. It's
0: been good. Oh yeah, he's been yeah. a great story for the for the Rockies. Jerry, we got to go, bro.
3: All right, Danny and Jake. You guys stay safe, man. Later, bro. Stay warm. Peace out, rabbit. Peace
0: out, homie. 303 1340 the hotline and the text line. One final segment worth the show. Well, there's plenty of opportunities to join the conversation here.
1: One segment left? One segment
0: what? left. That's a quick one. It's been a good one today. It's been a, a, a good one today. So, uh, a little NBA stuff we have to get into. Draymond ejected from last night's game. Golden State still finds a way to win. They steal find a way to win that game. I was pretty surprised by that, uh, especially when they were up. Uh, Grizzlies closed the gap uh, to take a lead and then give it back away to, you know, Steph and Clay, those guys who really good weren't boy. great, but, you know, Jordan Poole had a day. So, let's talk about it more on the, the other, other side. side. It's my sports.
1: Man and in full effect. You ready, Jake? I'm ready. You ready, Danny? I'm ready,
0: ready, ready Stick Are you? Oh, yeah. Take it yeah. Girl, I must warn you. Final segment of the show. Thanks for being with us. It's been a fun one today. Got a lot in, I feel like. I uh, want to talk about NBA playoffs in this final segment, but I also want to mention this kid. You know who
1: Ben Joyce is? No, I do not. No, you don't have heard of Of course I do. Why don't you uh, <laughs> just tell everybody in detail about mm, Well, Jake, it looks like I'm about to let the cat out of the bag.
0: He is a collegiate pitcher for Tennessee. For Tennessee, okay? He yesterday, according to reports... Threw a 105.5 mile an hour fastball.
1: Damn.
0: Maybe one of the fastest pitches ever recorded, okay? He threw 33 fastballs, okay, over the weekend. You hearing me? You feel me? Yeah. Three of those pitches were 105 miles per hour or better. Fifteen were at 104 or better, and 28 were at 103 mph or better.
1: What do you think about that? It's incredible. Uh, you get him in the league right now. I mean, if he's throwing 105, that's funny you say that. I was like,
0: I don't know if you, you probably never saw the movie The Scout. It was with Brendan Fraser and like some comedian guy, and it was funny. It was good. Like he was some, he was playing. Ball somewhere in, I don't know where it was, like, I don't know, like Dominican or Mexico or something like that. He's discovered and he's like a phenom and the Yankees pay all this money for him, but he's got all these anxiety issues and stuff like that. He could hit and pitch. It's a good movie, kind of cheesy goodness. But um, if this is true, I wouldn't throw another down for or pitch another ball for Tennessee. And I just try to, you know, wait till a team drafts me and go start pitching for them right away. 105? I mean, you can't make that kind of stuff up, right? No, it's incredible stuff. But um, real quick. Don't forget what you're going to say. Would you rather be able to dunk a ball, basketball, like a true dunk, be able to like really dunk, or throw 100 miles an hour of heat?
1: Mm, I'd probably want to throw 100 miles per hour heat because there's a lot of guys who can dunk, but there's not a lot of guys That's who can throw right miles per hour. That's the right answer. I think a
0: lot of guys would say dunk, but you just hit it right on the head. Imagine being able to throw that kind of heat. You can play baseball to your old man. I mean, not for the in the MLB, but you can go play professional ball anywhere for a long time, make some decent money. Okay, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Uh,
1: this Jamal Murray stuff
0: uh, uh, that you mentioned earlier yeah. in the show. Uh, what was that all
1: about? His
0: post-end-of-the-season kind of press conference just saying how he hadn't... He's worked out. He's been working. He's coming back. But that he hadn't gone 100%. Yeah. He hadn't got 100% yet full steam ahead. You know, so... It was, you know what, uh, yeah, maybe we'll play it tomorrow. Tomorrow's a better day where we can go back and play it and chop it up a little bit and take you know, what we thought out of what he said. But Jamal Murray's 25 years old. I'm sure he envisions playing basketball until he's 35 years old. And this is a speed bump. Would we have liked him to come back? I think there's like a notion that the Br- Nuggets – I think Jamal Murray knew that even if he had come back, whatever version of him that it would be as great as he thinks he is, you know, himself, and you got to have that kind of Uber confidence to probably be a professional athlete. I think he was smart enough to know that the Nuggets weren't winning an NBA title this year. So why would he want to risk anything and jeopardize anything when he just wasn't right? He just wasn't right. Obviously he wasn't right. He didn't feel in his brain that his body and his brain were ready to go at that level of, you know, NBA playoff intensity. And that's okay because next year's the year. This season was a cursed season for the Nuggets. Uh at the end though was an MVP. At the end the light at the end of the tunnel of what seemed like why us was an MVP. So I'll tell you this, unless you go to the NBA finals, you know, or make a really deep run towards the conference finals I want an MVP award rather than winning this playoff series then losing the next round to the Mavericks or someone else that wouldn't make me feel better about myself I'll right. take the MVP instead
1: yeah and it's not worth you know risking the setback for Jamal and having a whole nother season mm-hmm. of what we just had so I think it's uh the smart move to let him rest and uh, just wait till next year and, and run it back when everybody's healthy and even if you make some moves in the offseason, you can run it back with a even better team. Okay. Two minutes left with the show. What do you got? NBA playoffs. Giannis got it done. Dang. Had the triple-double. Um, and Drew Holiday, I thought he was going to get clamped up by Marcus Smart, but it seems like Marcus Smart has a little bit of an injury. His shoulder is messed I don't, up.
0: I don't want to be that guy, but with all the dust settling, I still believe and I still really believe it. I told everybody, the Bucs are still the best team. The Bucs are still the best team, and I kind of believe that. At least in the Eastern Conference, is bona fide, I believe that. Um, and then we'll deal with the Suns and see how healthy Devin Booker is once we get that NBA Finals rematch, because those are the two best teams. And even though those two teams aren't at full
1: strength, that's why those two teams are kind of the best teams, I think. Such as. You know, right? Yeah, I'm with you there. The Bucks and the Suns are, are no doubt about it. The the cream of the crop. And I think we're going to get a finals rematch um, come, what, June, July? Yes. Did you hear what Zion said? Well, of course well? I did. But why don't you tell the listeners all about it from the beginning? Well, Zion... In great detail. Uh, apparently, he was cleared to play... Uh, at the, in the playoffs against the suns, but he said he wanted to give it a couple more days just to be careful. Mm-hmm. And he was going to surprise everybody and play in game, game seven.
0: seven. I saw that. That's wild. Why say that though?
1: Why say that? If you could have
0: played in game seven, you couldn't play it in a crucial game five, right? Right. Did they
1: go six games or two?
0: Did the Pelicans win one or two of the the games? The Pelicans in won two games. Okay, well, damn, you know, that's what, how does that make you feel when a do or die game six, where you're pushing the number one seed to the max and their best players injured? Come on, Zion. Kind of a punk move. I don't know. I don't I don't want to hear that. Definitely. Nobody wants to hear that. Right? Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. 303-831-1340, the hotline and the text line. For Anilo and Andrew, who are next. For Jake Meyer, I am Danny Williams. We appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good
3: night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila.
2: I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Night. See
3: you, see, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. New watch alert. New blows.